You're listening to Simply Healthy, a podcast by Southern New Hampshire Health. What is seasonal affective disorder, commonly known as SAD, and how is it diagnosed and treated through medication management and from a behavior modification perspective? Here to talk with us about that is Kara Morse, a clinical social worker and psychiatrist, Dr. Kevin DeCesare, both of Southern New Hampshire Health. Kara and Dr. DeCesare, thank you for your time. Dr. DeCesare, let's start with you. What is seasonal affective disorder? Yes, and uh, thanks for having us uh, on your, your program. Seasonal affective disorder is a type of depression that occurs during specific times of the year, usually during certain seasons. Most of the people, most people think that seasonal affective disorder is primarily something that affects us during the the winter months, although it can occur during other times of the year, but more typically it is something that starts to affect people uh, in the fall uh, and into the winter months. And the symptoms are very uh, uh, similar uh, to symptoms of depression that people can have during uh, any time of of the year. And those symptoms can include things like uh, feeling uh, sad or down uh, most of the time, not having a lot of energy, uh, possibly having changes in sleep or appetite. Usually in the winter months, that would be often maybe tendency to sleep more than usual or to eat more than usual. However, for folks that might have seasonal symptoms during other times of the year, it could be the opposite where they may have more energy or maybe not wanting to eat as much. Uh, But other symptoms of depression can include having trouble uh, with concentration, uh, feeling hopeless or helpless, Sometimes if depression uh, symptoms are severe, uh, it can even uh, cause folks to have thoughts of maybe I'd be better off not being around or having thoughts of of suicide or wanting to harm themselves. So it can be a a pretty uh, significant condition to have. And uh, again, having it during the uh, the winter months uh, would be uh, sort of uh, the the time of the year that folks with seasonal affective disorder typically would, would struggle with that. So the symptoms can be varied, feeling sad, down, no energy, changes in sleep, loss of appetite, loss of concentration, feeling of hopelessness, certainly nothing to fool around with. Dr. DeCesare, do we know what causes this? Oh, well, uh, it's still a, a little bit of um, unknown, all the variables that go into uh, why folks have uh, depression in general, um, but specifically seasonal uh, affective disorder. Uh, but uh, some of the uh, considerations of what may contribute to having seasonal affective disorder uh, could be uh, issues uh, with uh, having a drop in certain chemicals uh, in the brain, uh, certain neurotransmitters that play a role in, in mood, particularly uh, serotonin. Uh, another uh, chemical that sometimes could contribute to having seasonal affective disorder uh, might be uh, changes in uh, melatonin levels uh, in, in, the, in, the, in the brain, uh, which can contribute sometimes to changes in uh, mood or, or sleep patterns. Low levels of, of sunlight is what we typically think of uh, in, in, the, in our part of the country where we are right now in the Northeast. Sometimes that uh, could definitely, definitely be a link to being at risk for having seasonal affective uh, symptoms, 
Uh, so lack of sunlight, which also sometimes can affect our vitamin D levels. So all, all of these potential factors can play a role uh, of why some people might be susceptible of having uh, seasonal affective disorder. And Dr. DeCesare, how do you diagnose this and what are some of the medical treatment options? Sure. Um, well, the, the diagnosis is usually done by a, uh, a professional and certainly uh, Carol will be talking a little bit more about some of the the, the, the therapeutic uh, psychotherapy kind of treatment uh, evaluations and options that are used. Um, but a lot of times uh, the, the initial diagnosis uh, may start with um, the primary care physician who may be able to do uh, an overview ex- evaluation of the symptoms uh, and uh, potentially either initiate treatment themselves or refer to mental health providers uh, to do more extensive evaluation and, and treatment. As far as the medical treatments of seasonal affective disorder, um, the typical things we think of, particularly for folks that have the, the uh, more common uh, winter uh, type of seasonal affective disorder, is uh, one is light therapy. Light therapy can be very, very effective uh, in uh, treating symptoms of seasonal depression. And uh, it's uh, something that can be obtained fairly easily. There's no need for uh, necessarily uh, a referral to um, to uh, to get uh, a light a light box, which is what is used to tr- uh, provide the uh, the sun, sort of like the, the full spectrum light that kind of you would normally get from the sun. Uh, and uh, but usually that would be something that would be you know recommended by a professional. Uh, but it really involves uh, being exposed 20 minutes to a half an hour a day in front of a light box, which emits this uh, type of full-spectrum light. Uh, and over several days or a few weeks, it can make a major difference in uh, the symptoms of uh, of the depression during the, the, the winter season. Um, other treatments uh, that can be helpful uh, can include uh, medications like antidepressants, which would be... St- Standard treatment for a lot of patients that may have uh, depression. Uh, so some people might find that uh, if they only get depressed during the winter months, uh, they may uh, want to talk to their physician about uh, being on an antidepressant, possibly even proactively, if they tend to have uh, seasonal depression uh, on an annual basis. Uh, vitamin D supplements can also be helpful. Uh, especially if somebody uh, has documented low vitamin D blood levels, which uh, a primary care physician certainly could evaluate for, uh, and supplementing with vitamin D definitely can also make a big difference. All right. Thank you, Dr. DeCesare. And Kara, let's bring you in. Can you talk about behavior modification? So if someone diagnosed with seasonal affective disorder were to begin therapy treatment, um, some of the, I think, common techniques used by the therapist would be to help the patient maybe identify any negative thinking that they were having uh, and learn how to reframe or challenge those negative thoughts that come along with depression symptoms. Also, strategies to improve their ability to just manage stress that might be occurring because not only are we dealing with, you know, the darker winter months, but the holidays also coincide with that. So helping people get through sometimes those stressful holidays can be helpful. 
maybe even mindfulness in the session, helping the patient connect with their mind and body, um, all in an effort to reduce these depressive symptoms that they are experiencing. And Kara, what are some of the treatments while someone is in therapy? Um, so, you know, for example, maybe some lifestyle changes that uh, the therapist would encourage the patient to engage in, um, getting out in the sunlight more often. So, um, as Dr. DeCesare was mentioning, there's a correlation between the darker um, days and seasonal affective disorder. So, one way to combat that is to get outside, get sunlight, um, hopefully improve your uh, vitamin D levels. And then also while we're out in the sun, exercising is great. So, whether you're pairing that with being outdoors, hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, or you, you know, maybe um, improve your gym um, frequency and, and get more exercise more frequently. And Kara, for someone listening, where should they go for help? I think a great place to start is with your primary care provider. Um, you know, schedule an appointment, talk about your symptoms, and I think that that professional would be great at helping you if you needed a referral to behavioral health. Um, you know, here at Southern New Hampshire, our behavioral health team works closely with our primary care providers, um, so you'll know that you'll be treated holistically to address both your physical health and your mental health. And Kara, if you could wrap it up for us, what else should we know about seasonal affective disorder? Um, I would say just with, um, you know, kind of the movement of reducing mental health stigma, that seasonal affective disorder um, isn't something that uh, a person should be blamed for. You know, Dr. DeCesare was reviewing all of the potential causes. So, you know, please, both with seasonal affective disorder or any other mental health symptoms that someone is having, um, you know, please know that you're not alone. Reach out for help and there are services um, to assist you. All right, Kara, thank you for that, and thank you for your time. And Dr. DeCesare, thank you for your time as well. For more information, please visit snhhealth.org. That's snhhealth.org. This is Simply Healthy, a podcast by Southern New Hampshire Health. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.